Hello, everybody, and welcome to the season finale of season two of Unboxing Women, where we explore why women in business are often called such a bitch. My name is Dana Rex, and with me is my friend Micah Rose, and we are both independent recording artists and singer-songwriters based in Europe. You can listen to us on our YouTube channel and on your favorite podcast platform. It's already the end of season two. Micah, can you believe it? Oh, I cannot. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, it's crazy. We've come so far. We have. We have. And today we are going to go deeper into a topic that you really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to talk about this. I think um, we got the idea for this like a while ago and... Um, the topic today's topic is vibrato in pop specifically well i guess kind of in pop is one of the branches that we're looking at but it's how oh how do i explain this i feel like there is a disparity between when men use vibrato and when women use vibrato because in my personal experience when I use vibrato, a lot of the time, especially in, in pop music, it's um, seen as too classical or, you know, you shouldn't do that. This is pop. But when I listen to like some, a lot of male singers in pop use a lot of vibrato. So I've always seen that as kind of like a, kind of, it was kind of mean, like they're allowed to, why aren't we? Yeah. So, um, I just thought we could have a look at a couple of um, of these and kind of show the difference. And also what, when we were talking about vibrato, we also got to talking about falsetto. Yes. Um, and um, that's a, I mean, that's a whole add on. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Like Dani, I think you were saying you've had this, like people telling you not to use vibrato. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I use a lot of vibrato. <laughs> For people who know my singing, I, I love it. I use it mm. all the time. And uh, yeah, that's basically because I, I kind of taught myself to sing when I was like five or six. I started doing that. And I liked to listen to Cher. Yes. Um, and so Cher obviously is very well known for the long sustained tones and the, 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 the vibrato. You called it hammer vibrato because yes. I don't really know yes. the technical terms. Mm -hmm. um, so for me, it was very weird when my, my very, very first manager years ago said, well, you know, you know, we're going to record now and don't use your vibrato. What? <laughs> Why not? They sprang that on you on recording day. Yeah. So, well, wow. she, she had mentioned it, but I, you know, I, I didn't really. First of all, I didn't realize I used it that much. Okay. Mm. But secondly, it's me and I love it. So why wouldn't I use it when I'm singing my music? And Yeah, and if you listen to Cher, she does it a lot as yeah. well. Yeah, and she was kind of mm. acting as if if you're going to use vibrato, then you can't do pop. Then you're, you're going to have mm -hmm. to choose another genre. You know, then you, yeah. you, I don't know. And I'm like, why? That doesn't make any sense. I want mm. to make the music that I like to, to make and I want to sing it the way I like to sing it because otherwise there's no point if I'm going to yeah act act sing another way than i also if you think about sing. it like the thing that makes a lot of great singers great is that they have a voice that is recognizable 
and special yeah, and different. Shaz's voice is recognizable. Exactly, yeah. Shaz's voice is recognizable. Um, uh, well, Kate Bush, her voice recognizable, super recognizable. Um, That's why I I didn't really get it. And like this, yeah, it was this whole discussion about you know why why should I do that and why anyway she's out of the picture now since a long Mm. time and uh, I haven't had anybody tell me that uh, in the meantime and um, and so yeah it's you know it's it's just a bit strange and I went to look at the subject online and so there are a lot of like critics websites that say rock pop country and r&b singers often use straight tone and um you know just tiny bit of vibrato and sustained tones you know mm-hmm. uh but mostly straight and you know they're like as if it's some kind of law that in yeah. all these different genres pop country r&b that you're you know it, it that you're not well, allowed I mean, to do it. <laughs> yes. To be fair, like to be fair, genres are genre specific because they have specific things that um, that make them that genre. Like there are specific aspects that make them that genre. However, a lot of that I feel is um, is musical like you've got obviously um the way the song is structured the lyrics um like the the topic of the lyrics um then you've got specific melodies or um scales that uh, specific genres like to stay in but uh, you also have the kind of tone or timbre of the voice um which obviously like in blues it's very raspy it's very hard it's very kind of low and rumbly um but that doesn't say anything about can i use vibrato or not it's just like blues specific it's much more talky but if you look at pop pop is i mean the thing with pop is it's pop and the word comes from popular it's just the mm. thing that's in right now as in the most popular so pop in itself is not really a genre look at what lady gaga did for pop is well not in europe because obviously we had euro dance for that, a yeah. long mm. time but in america um you weren't allowed to play like a dancey with a, a dance rhythm song on the radio as in pop radio because that was not pop that was dance but now right. that's pop because she just made it popular you see so i'm yeah sometimes mm. i i i don't really like yeah. them saying oh in this genre and especially when they're using pop as a genre which is mm-hmm. basically just what we like right now yeah I think it's interesting um, in many different ways, but like when you think about it, at the end of the day, men are allowed to use vibrato in pop. Women are often told not to. There are women who use vibrato in something that can be seen as pop. For instance, Cher, right? Or mm-hmm. um, uh, what's her name? Celine Dion uses a lot of vibrato, yeah. right? Um, but then they do a lot of ballads. Um, that's just it right mm -hmm. um so okay let me let me tell you um i i just i wrote this down i'm gonna quote a website it's like a genre blog online okay Mm -hmm. so this is a person that doesn't sing okay so they're like okay this is a big one pop is meant to be sung quite straight unless it's a little it's a little mix acoustic ballad (laughs) 
Most pop bangers will not have vibrato in them, particularly in the chorus. I'm not talking about Sam Smith. I'm talking about Beyonce. So already here, they're yeah. not talking about Sam Smith. So he's a guy. And he, mm -hmm. I mean, for me, he's pop because he's in the top 40s. Oh, and, yeah. You know, yeah. and he's like on, on, on what is it? Billboard and stuff. Pop. He's yeah. pop. And so immediately here in the text, they divide female and male. I'm not talking yeah. about Sam Smith. I'm talking about Beyonce. Do as much vibrato as you want in Sam Smith or any acoustic pop ballad. But if you're singing a pop rock or a dance, a synth dance pop track, there is no vibrato. Vibrato has a tendency to make things sound weak. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Excuse me. This is not a definition of what This pop should sound opinion. like. This is a point of view. Exactly. Yeah. You know, not oh an my actual god, he literally wrote it makes it sound weak. Yeah. I Has he ever what? listened to Cher? And Celine? And Sam? Yeah. And Whitney Houston? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. There's a theme. Right. So uh, just just quickly, because I'm gonna forget to do this, quickly for people who don't who are listening and don't have a lot of technical knowledge about vibrato, there are different types of vibrato, right? So we mentioned before, Dana's vibrato is called a hammer vibrato because it's very fast and very um, um, well short waved. So basically, a vibrato, you've got the kind of um, the wave your pitch is on. And then the, the vibrato will go up and down through that wave um, and basically go one tone up, one tone down, not a whole tone, but like slightly up, slightly down um, of that pitch. And it will sound like the actual pitch, even though it's going up and down. Yeah. Hammer vibrato does a load of shorter, uh, smaller waves. The other vibrato um, that is commonly used is a laryngeal vibrato. So Uh, your larynx right is where your adam's apple lies for men or is there a word for women in english it's the same word in german kirchhoff so that's your mm. larynx right and um let's call it our eve's apple hmm. uh, <laughs> but basically um laryngeal vibrato is a lot slower than um, hammer vibrato and the um, sound wave will actually be a lot larger and a lot longer between the um, waveforms, right? Yes. So it will also go a little bit higher and lower in pitch from the original pitch than hammer vibrato will. Then there's a third type of vibrato, which isn't really classified as vibrato, which is called a wobble, which you can already tell what this is. It's a very, very slow vibrato, which is basically going way too high and way too low and makes it all sound pitchy, basically. Yeah. Um, which is commonly when you don't have a lot of control um, and are trying to force a vibrato. Yes, wobble, not good. So, <laughs> yes, wobble, not good. Hammer vibrato sounds a little bit like a sheep sometimes. Like, especially <laughs> if I try it, if I try it, it sounds a little bit like a sheep. But, yeah. I um, <laughs> didn't think I was... Yeah. <laughs> no, it, 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 you know, it sounds good. It's well, just... sheep, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is so, an example for the people. Oh, yeah, I mean, example for laryngeal vibrato. So you see it's a lot slower um, and goes up and down more. So anyway, 
long story short, let's go back to this comment. <sighs> oh my God. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, the reason there isn't a lot of vibrato in a fast pacing dancey Beyonce song is just that because there are so many words yes so many words also dance moves we know we all know Beyonce has an incredible control over her voice because it actually takes a lot of control to be able to not sing with vibrato if you're naturally inclined to have it yes so um I can't I can't be bothered I'm like whoa the time I try sometimes in specific songs, in specific areas, just because I think literally just because it has been punched into my head that pop singers do not sing with vibrato. And I just find it so hypocritical when you look at stuff like, um, especially he was saying like a pop rock song. Hello, Queen, Freddie Mercury, come on. Like that guy has the most like one of the most um what do you call it memorable voices yeah um and he uses a lot of vibrato yeah like a fuck ton so why don't we do we do we listen to a we i have some oh, stuff yeah. prepared yes yes let's listen, Should to, we a listen to a couple of things just so we can kind of um differentiate between female and male singers um I don't know um, if you, um, what we've got for female singers today, um, but Dana does. So um, I'm interested to see that because we ha actually came to some conclusions about that the other day. Yeah. So we shall see. Yes, we'll see. I mean, and Beyonce, you know, there are no, in, in like a, uh, put a ring on it, for example, you know, there are no long sustained mm. notes where you can actually hear vibrato and on short bursts yeah with you know with that it's many mainly note changes yeah exactly talk singing yeah speech, i'm sorry Dee? speech levels it's speech level singing right? it is and you know she she does a lot of riffs but a riff like changing mm. notes up and down and doing like this thing that's a riff that's not vibrato and yeah. she does that a lot and she's so good at that and i mean i I'm not good at that, <laughs> but she is so great at that. She prefers to do a riff in places than yeah. make it a long sustained note and use a vibrato because yeah. she does use them, obviously, you know, yeah. and it just makes no sense to do it when you're doing a riff because you wouldn't hear it anyway. The, the notes are so swift uh, one after mm -hmm. the other. Yeah, no, riffs are actually, um, they're also called melismas. Um, which is a technical term for um, having several notes on one vowel. Okay. Um, and uh, basically, um, they're very, like, you can train them. You have to, like, when I learn new riffs, I take them slow. You know, I do one note and then, like, I don't know, what yeah, was I looking I, at the I've other seen, day? Uh, I've seen, mm -hmm. like, tutorials for riffs, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does <laughs> work. Fun. You get better at it over time. But, yeah, it's 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 something else. It's definitely not vibrato, no. <laughs> no, no, but I meant in my own music. So I, I can't mm. write a riff because I'm not, you know, good at them. So I usually don't do them in my own music. But obviously when mm. I sing a Beyonce song and I know the song by heart, I can I can do the riff. Yeah, it's, right, um, right. It's just, it, it doesn't come natural to me to actually, yeah put them in mm. my own songwriting yeah 
All right, so let's have a listen to these little clips then. All right, well, I have for vibrato, I have uh, the Queen one here. Is that right? Mm -hmm. So I yeah. have Love of My Life. Let's uh, listen to a very short part of that. Love of my life, don't leave me. Stolen my love, there we go. So uh, I don't know if that was actually audible for the people at home. But if you go and listen to Love of My Life, you will hear a ton of vibrato from Freddie. Um, did you hear that? So it's Love of My Life. There he goes. Yeah. Um, sorry, I was just checking. But yes, so Freddie uses so much vibrato. Um, and he was, I mean, Queen kind of was all over the place genre-wise anyway. <laughs> so, um, but generally when I grew up listening to it, they were like, oh yeah, it was rock, you know, pop rock. Um, and um, listening to it now, I wouldn't classify it as, as rock. Any one yeah. thing, yeah. But yeah. growing up, it was maybe maybe soft rock or something, but it was basically... It was. It was rock, rock. back in the day. Mm. But, I mean, it doesn't sound weak. Come on. No, exactly. How does that sound weak? I Is it just know. because we're, like, when women sing with vibrato, it sounds weak? Like, I, okay, that comment has gotten me right. <laughs> I, I see. Right, so... <laughs> so, just, just as an example, we've had Freddie... Um, who sings somewhere in the pop rock kind of genre, um, um, definitely alternative uh, for its time, and um, still amazing. Not weak, not weird in any way, not classical, doesn't sound classical. Um, so just as a setting stone, that's Freddie, right? Mm -hmm, absolutely. So what do we have to listen to next because I'd like to get a couple of them in to kind of compare. Well, I, I have a lot of the falsetto ones because that's also something mm. that uh, Freddie used um, sometimes in the songs. Uh, mm. Well, sometimes <laughs> he, he used it a lot. And uh, that's actually our point here today is the difference between men and women in, in, in music and what the critics or like the experts um, say that one or the other should or should not be using falsetto mm -hmm. is uh, basically head voice uh, for men um, when a woman uses it we don't call it falsetto um, uh, maybe Micah explain you you know the the theory of it right so um, basically in in voice uh, theory you've got um, it's old-fashioned terms uh, terminology but you've got basically your uh, chest voice um, your mixed voice and your head voice. And I'm doing this for the people who are listening back. I was touching my chest, going up to my throat and then to my head with my hands, because that's technically where people tend to feel most of the resonance. Um, especially if they're inexperienced singers, they will only feel like, oh, my chest is rumbling when I do this, or oh, I can feel it somewhere in the middle or, oh, I can feel it up high. But basically, um, in your head voice, um, your uh, vocal folds are very thin and resonating very high, uh, like at a high frequency. So they're actually like really working, working over time. 
And um, with men, there is something called, and we have this too, females have this too. It's called a falsetto flip, which is where you transition from something you cannot support with the rest of your body anymore into your head voice. And um, the term for men is just falsetto, um, maybe because it's so, like, such a weird thing to be hearing from men. I don't know. Is it is it just because it's, like, high and it sounds weird coming out of a man's mouth? I don't know. Um, but there's different mm -hmm. voices. So we don't really use um, falsetto for women, basically. We just say yes. head voice. Yeah, right? head voice. But it's the same thing. You feel the flip. You feel, because you have different bridges in your voice um, coming from connecting the different parts of your voice. And you can literally feel the flip into falsetto, basically. And so the thing is that um, falsetto with uh, male singers is apparently very popular with the ladies. So uh, think of... Um, oh, let's the Bee Gees. Hear, let's hear a clip. Yes, the Bee Gees. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. Well, you can't You can hear immediately, this is singing very high, yeah. And they do this the whole song. And actually, there's a story uh, of the Bee Gees. Oh, yeah. Um, so they had a couple of albums before this, or like one or two, I don't know exactly, uh, where they sing normally, and they weren't very successful. And then they started doing yeah. this, like the whole yeah. album. And they just blew up, and it's, you know, yeah. they're like, whoa, so popular. And there's a thing about this, oh, going this high when you're a male singer that that just makes the song a hit and the mm. girls are just going wild for you which is you know in 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 the whole discussions of um, um the 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 you know the female and the male discussions that we've been having this year it's it's strange because men always keep saying okay um you know what what do i have to do to be attracted to be attractive to a female and they're like oh i need to be a burly butch man you know but in music we're actually attracted to men who sound like women <laughs> so that's this whole conundrum thing that's going on yeah it's very interesting isn't it, it i is. remember that story about the bgs i think i watched a documentary about it once yeah and um it's it's so interesting because <sighs> I mean, disco in general as a genre, because this is disco. At yeah. the time, it was very popular. So maybe at the time, it counted as pop music. Pop, yeah. Um, but yeah, so disco um, uses a lot of falsetto kind of high, um, high voices. Um, but I think it was also quite gender fluid at the time. I think disco was also um, um, very open for like queer people and uh just kind of being able to cross dress and stuff like that because you had a lot of um crazy dress stuff yes. in disco yeah so it would kind of make sense for the genre to also use your falsetto voice as a man yeah absolutely and this falls in line with vibrato for um you know for disco or, or and stuff like that because um a lot of people who were singing disco when it emerged as a genre in the 70s um, were also coming from a gospel or a jazz background. Um, mm. 
or like more a funk background and yeah. if you're from gospel or jazz or something like that you're kind of nowadays you're excused you know if you're using if you're using um uh, vibrato uh, in any in any kind of way and mm. you know po pop artists nowadays using vibrato are mostly classified as alternative pop in some kind of way and mm -hmm. you know as i said what defines pop anyway you know that's yeah that's something else but i mean is it pop when the song comes out or is it only recognized as pop after the song hits the charts and has its success that's also a good question um, here. i think there are specific songs that definitely fall into the pop category at the time they come out um it has a lot to do with um how you structure um the song so you've got like verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus um or middle eight or whatever and then that's it and then you keep it between like at three and a half minutes and then that's pop um basically well, today, today. use four chords yes, yes. well um it kind of started with uh what tin pan alley was it tin pan alley yeah in the um in the usa um and they started kind of uh, they realized that this specific way of writing was popular so they started just recreating that in as many different forms as they could mm -hmm. but still using that general template um so that's kind of where pop had its beginning in um when they started hiring loads of writers in tin pan alley well if we can go over a little list of um of people you know i'm 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 on the vibrato again so i mean mm -hmm. lady gaga big exception on all fronts she's basically you know they call it dance pop or art pop or something or other right. you know they mm -hmm. don't say straight straight up pop yeah share has always been the dark horse and her albums before believe were considered rock basically or pop rock mm -hmm. celine dion the ballad queen um so that's ballads that doesn't count either as pop mm -hmm. um like like the 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 sam smith um you know uh quote that we had um oh yeah and then mm -hmm. when when she when she sings in french she uh, also uses vibrato there too then we have mm -hmm. whitney houston obviously she comes from more of a gospel background mm -hmm. so you know also called a diva also or ballad a queen. lot of yeah ballads yeah yep. mm -hmm. diana ross disco as well and gospel and mm -hmm. all of that so gospel mm -hmm. and jazz are genres where vibrato and and falsetto for men is a lot more prominent and you know does does that come from that side then or you know if you if you're from a gospel or jazz background you're excused for using um, vibrato or otherwise not i don't know maybe um i think it, i hmm it's, it's very should, interesting. Yeah, we should go deep I mean, into that. we had, um, if you look at people today, like more current singers like Sam Smith or Harry Styles or uh, Nick Jonas, um, like male singers, um, like Sam Smith is, in my opinion, the best example for both because he uses a lot of vibrato. He yeah. uses a lot of, um, um, a lot of um, falsetto. Um, he also uses a lot of high mix voice, which actually I'm very impressed by. Mm -hmm. um, but I think he also comes from a gospel background. Maybe. I think he yes. used to go to a gospel church. I'm not quite sure, but it does definitely sound that way. His voice has that kind of soulful quality that you get when you grow up with gospel. Yeah. Um, well, in my experience anyway. 
Um, but if you look at like singers like like you were just saying Whitney Houston or even Kate Bush, uh, Kate Bush best example for someone who was basically writing. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call them pop. I think they're classified as avant pop and mm. art pop. Yes. Um, but she was using so much vibrato and so many like different voices. Like when she's doing Heathcliff, she switches into falsetto so often. Um, or one of my favorite songs from her actually is um, Babushka, ah, which I, yeah. I was listening to Babushka yesterday mm. to to uh, to look at you know what we were talking yeah, about today. Exactly, because she, she goes in- like the you got me saying wait I can't hear myself. You got me saying ay, ay, babushka, 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 ay, ay. Yeah, she nearly. Ay, ay. It might even be a little bit higher than that. I'm not sure. It is higher. But, yeah, yeah. And she sings the the entire song in head voice in babushka. She doesn't go into chest, you know, barely mm. anywhere. Um, exactly. She in withering really heights. never uses her chest voice. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Mm. And and that's her most played song, Withering Heights. So it's clear mm. that people love it also in females. Um, she also uses the hammer vibrato everywhere where there's a straight note mm. or even on shorter ones. So absolutely, yeah. Kate yeah. Bush. Love Kate Bush. But then if you look at it, um, like, oh, what else were we looking at? Evanescence? And uh, yes. the singer from Nightwish, which Nightwish, wait, correct me, is it? Just metal or heavy I'm, metal or I, some, something yes. metal, right? Something metal. I'm I'm not a metal fan per se. Mm. I do listen to a bit of metal, but I don't know all the subgenres. Um, so you know, just the metal groups like Nightwish, right. Evanescence, Within Temptation. Mm. You know, Nightwish is a bit of an exception um, because. Uh, the the lead singer it, for the people who don't know she's female and uh it, and she she has like an opera background yeah she sings so, classical yeah so she does use it but um the others you know it didn't strike me as they didn't strike me as using falsetto and vibrato often, like not like the Bee Gees or like Micah does. Mm-hmm. Um, when mm-hmm. or Mika, I don't know how you pronounce. Oh yeah, it. Mika. Mika. Mm-hmm. You know what they do is more <laughs> of a high belt, so it's not soft and close to the mic, and therefore not a real falsetto, if I can say it that way. But they also so barely use vibrato and. I mean, I can't sing My Immortal by Evanescence without vibratoing everywhere with all the long, uh, lovely tones. But when you listen to her, um, there is none. There is nothing. I think we should also listen to live versions, like maybe not now, but in general, you can see in live versions, people use a lot more vibrato than they do on the recordings. Yes, obviously. Which is also yes. interesting. But um, yeah, well, it's, but- it's auto-tuned out. It's also mm, tuned out. So, well. um, yeah, it's it. But when you hear the song and you think about the song, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know, there's vibrato in that mm-hmm. because it's like a ballady thing. But mm-hmm. when you actually listen to it, there is not. And I was very surprised by that, to be honest. That's true. Yeah, I would not have guessed that. However, if we if we look at like 
if you look at all these people together, like Kate Bush, um, singers from Nightwish, um, Cher, etc., etc., they're all not classified as straight pop. No. While Nick Jonas, I think even Sam Smith, um, uh, Mika, whatever, all these singers, the male singers, are classified as pop. Yeah, they are. And they use falsetto. That's and why they they're so vibrato. popular. <laughs> and they use vibrato. Yeah. <laughs> I think the moment you start using falsetto as a male, you're like excused if you use vibrato. They don't care anymore. <laughs> 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 All right, let's let's listen to a couple. So which which one sure. do you want to listen to? So Jonas Brothers, maybe? Uh, oh, definitely um, Jonas Brothers. But I also want to hear the one from Sam Smith because I just love that song. So All right, much. let's do those back to back. Here goes. Then they go even higher in the chorus. <laughs> All right, so Sam Smith. In the dark. But every time you hurt me, the less that I cry. And every time you leave me, the quicker these tears dry. And every time you walk out, the less I love you. Baby, we don't stand a chance. It's sad that it's true. I'm way too good at goodbye. Ah, beautiful really is it is yeah and so when you're looking at um because there are a lot of men who 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 do that and and also not only in pop by the way i mean let, let's oh listen, yeah rock as well let's listen to a couple of rock songs okay so i have for you um that might be surprising to people i have guns and roses here uh, knocking on heaven's door. Let's have a look. So that was Axel Rose, who has famously a very, very, who can do a very high pitch. Um, and then there's also Muse. Let's have a listen. Might be surprising to people. Yes, Muse. I mean, Muse is prog music, so it's very common for there to be vibrato in that, in my opinion. No, this is falsetto, the falsetto. Oh. We're talking about falsetto, yeah. Right, so, right. No, I'm um, sorry. I was just because it's... Uh, I, for but he did listening, use... I hear the stuff delayed, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's using vibrato as well. Mm. Yeah. So both yeah. falsetto and vibrato... And while, you know, there's comments about rock is not allowed to have vibrato, but they're using it. So yeah. is that, again, the excused falsetto, uh, uh, you know, that you're excused if you use falsetto as a, as a guy? I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I don't know. Um, 
I've got a couple of friends who are really into prog music, so I should ask them uh, whether they know any female prog bands, like female um, lead singer, um, because I have a feeling prog music is a little bit out of the kind of normal rock spectrum. So they get away with a lot more anyway, because they go through a lot of different kind of times and, and a little bit genres as well. Um, however, in general, in rock music, it is incredible how often people have some sort of vibrato and um, you're just sitting there and you're like, oh my God, it sounds so good. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, it's a guy singing. <laughs> but yeah, so I, do, I don't really know why there has to be this big division of mm. males can sing like this and females can sing like this. I mean, just the fact that there are, there are discussions going on about this by music historians and critics who aren't singers just goes to show there are, you know, way too many opinions about what an artist should be doing. And the actual art they're making is left out of the balance, you know, overanalyzed and nitpicked about while it's, mm -hmm. it's overall picture. It's the overall picture that needs to be looked at of what art are you making and who are you as an artist? And, you know, I mean, yeah. I think look, what really annoyed me about this whole thing, when it really hit me, um, how differently men and women were being treated uh, in, in this specific aspect where you're like, vibrato is a natural part of the voice. Some people don't know how to access it, but they still all have it, mm -hmm. right? Um, but why is it allowed for men to use vibrato in pop? but women are not allowed to use it in pop. This is, this is the question that I really want an answer for because at the end of the day, my music is pop, but I couldn't classify it as just straight up pop because I use vibrato. I don't use a lot of vibrato in my songs. Like I used to use a lot more vibrato, but I just kind of trained myself to be able to control it more and use it in specific instances where it kind of, fits and adds something to the song because I don't want to overcrowd everything um but it's at the same time that kind of not wanting to overcrowd everything was also set into my mind by other people like other people telling me not yeah. to use it too much because it sounds too classical yeah exactly um which isn't like I think one of the only reasons people say that is because they don't hear pop singers with vibrato female pop singers with vibrato and they should because it's great and it's amazing and i like i keep getting comments and i'm sure you do too dana but i keep getting comments about how oh my god your voice is so unique i love the you know i love your um timbre and kind of the way it sounds and feels and stuff and it's so cool and it's recognizable and blah 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 and i'm just like yeah because i everybody in this pop industry um is is trying to fit a cookie cutter mold yep. so that they can please as many people as possible but who says that what we do doesn't actually appeal to a lot of people too yeah right absolutely i mean you can prefer one or the other yeah. but it's a personal choice um yeah, I mean, you... one that I think is being influenced by other people telling you that you shouldn't like that. Yeah, and especially that for the people in the music industry, because 
the the general audience, the general public, they're oh, yeah. not mm. thinking about is there vibrato? Do I like vibrato in this pop song? <laughs> they're not thinking about that. They're just loving no. the song and belting along and, and singing mm -hmm. and and you know it's it's just great. And it's it's really the nitpicking of of the experts behind the scenes. They're like mm. and and I just I just yeah it's. You know, I'm absolutely, I, I love vibrato and I am absolutely naturally drawn to it because I sing it myself. So when I hear powerful voices sing with vibrato, I prefer listening to those as opposed to airy fairy stuff that is pretty, mm -hmm. but that I don't identify with. So it all comes yeah. down to who you are and which music you identify with. Um, come on. I mean, let's be honest. They say <laughs> you're not allowed to use vibrato in pop, but then Beyonce does it. Demi Lovato does it. Adele does it. Jessie J likes to put it in the tiny places. She puts it everywhere. Yeah. Fauzia mm -hmm. has a deep voice. She's a deep voice new artist. And, mm -hmm. you know, she's she's not new because I've been following her for like years, but she's emerging <laughs> now. So people are like, oh, there's a new artist. Um, she, she just did a duet with uh, John Legend called Minefields. Mm -hmm. um, there's an artist called Rain who also has a very low voice. So contralto maybe... You know, mm -hmm. it's more in that realm as well. Laureen, Euphoria. Yeah, um, Euphoria. Love that song. Yeah, Kelly Clarkson's studio albums are suspiciously void of vibrato, but her live recordings are full of it, people. Yes. Um, so basically, if you have big lungs, you love a good vibrato. It just fits. It's easy on the voice. It soars. People are swept away. Mm -hmm. Why not? That's the thing, though. That's the thing with the, it not being on the studio recordings, but being in the lives. Yep. Listen for that, people, because literally you will see such a difference and maybe you'll prefer the studio recording and that's fine. You've got that one to listen to for the rest of your life. But um, honestly, oh, I just love lives because you can see how musicians add their own kind of feel to the song over and over again and they reinvent it because they have to play it so many goddamn times yeah. um if they're going on tour right that they're playing this for years and years and years yeah they, they do something want to different. add something new yeah they want to spice it up and i think it's it's amazing and um, yeah it just i don't know it just kind of made me so mad when i realized how differently it, it was being treated um and i don't like people telling me what to do <laughs> It's funny you, you mentioned <laughs> Katy Perry. No, no, please. Mm -hmm. It's funny you you mentioned Katy Perry again because in Katy's vocals you can hear a slight vibrato in places. Mostly they mm -hmm. are removed with autotune for the mm -hmm. album versions, but she sings pretty straight live as well. Um, but for the people out there who are not in the music biz, autotune is widely used on live performances as well especially for pop True. artists so you shouldn't yeah. be judging those live versus album versions type videos you see like this is with autotune and then this is without because mm. all the live shows like big production live shows they have autotune on them the most telling example is madonna's performance at the eurovision a couple of years back where oh. the autotune was badly calibrated Oh, no. And it changed everything she sang a complete note in the wrong direction. Oh God! Yeah, I've seen it live where Justin Bieber had that. Yep, and yeah. I think heads rolled. Uh, I can tell you that. But auto tune, I mean, that's a whole nother episode. But it's just mm -hmm. for for people to, you know, if you're gonna go and look at videos like that, be careful because you 
you don't know what you're looking at, probably there's also tune on the live version anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oof. That was heavy, Micah, for our season that was finale. So heavy. Yeah. I mean, I think we've kind of wrapped it up, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to be treading this any wider, <laughs> this subject. Um, but definitely let us know your experiences with this. Like if you're a singer or if you're um, just someone who enjoys listening to music, have you noticed this? What are your thoughts on it? Do you think it sounds classical when women use your vibrato in pop songs? Or have you just never noticed it at all? Um, I'd actually be super interested in that. So uh, send us a DM, leave it in the comments, do whatever you want. Um, and yeah, so I guess that's all for today. Right. So um, thank you for tuning into our season finale of Unboxing Women. We will be gone for the summer, so enjoy the break and we'll be back in a couple of months. Be sure to connect with us on our socials, which you can find in the show notes. Send us a DM or let us know your personal experiences with the hashtag SuchABitch. And don't forget to support your favourite artist through merch or donations. My name is Micah Rose and I've been chatting with Dana Rex. This is a bi-weekly show, so maybe use the summer break to go back and binge our podcast. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye.